ready, I'm ready to get in the game. Well then, it's time to pause and play. Well, hello. This is Father Luke Rowicki. And this is Brother Andrew Tory. And just when you thought you'd be disappointed that that TGIFF jingle is a thing of the past, I think that new jingle was quite the success. That was quite the success. Funny you should mention the word success, Father Luke. Because on today's episode, people, we are going to talk about what does it mean to be successful? Brother Andrew, <laughs> before we do that, were you successful in taking up your challenge from last episode? Did you press play? Oh my goodness, you're putting me on the spot, Father Luke. All right, so your challenge was for me to live with a greater attitude of trust in the day in and day out. And I have to confess that I forgot that was the challenge. <laughs> but I have been working on it in, like just just without you challenging me. That's been one of the things I've been working on. Okay. But yeah, I kind of I kind of was was a little slack there. What about you? Uh, I also forgot what you challenged me to do. Uh, I think it has something to do with gratitude. So, uh, folks, listeners, we're going to be better about our challenges uh, next time. We commit to that. We commit to that. We want to be successful, and we want to push each other and be be challenged. So before we get into our main segment, Brother Andrew, what have you been up to? Well, today I had a retreat. It was really beautiful. It was on the priesthood. Uh, Father Ignacio, our rector, preached it. It was, nice. it was, it was really beautiful. He gave us a host and a purificator, a little, um, the cloth. a little cloth that the priest uses at mass, right? He, and he told us to like put it in our hands. Um, and you know, to imagine like our, you know, poverty and like how Jesus is going to transform it into, into Christ. And so it was a really beautiful retreat day. And my parents just came and visited. Also, we made pasta, we made pizza, we went to St. Peter's, we saw the Pope uh, they've been around many times, so it was a, it was a we just kind of relaxed. It was it was great. What about you? What have you been up to? Um, so still, so things are going well at the high school. We had a great retreat for all the teachers. We call them educators. Everyone's an educator because we're all helping form these young men and women. Um, also, we just had some men come over that are part of the Regnum Christi movement, and they dedicated their Saturday morning to building us a fire pit. Awesome. So uh, we're gonna be. Be able to have cookouts. We have our community um, evenings on Monday nights. So I think that'll be something that we use a lot. They brought over some firewood to get us started. Nice. Um, and I think, yeah, just ha- all those things that help us build community, I think, are, are important. So um, And then, yeah, just doing the priest thing. So I've been traveling around North Carolina and helping out at different parishes on the weekends, which has been really fun. And was actually able to enjoy a couple days in Kiowa Island with some of our Whoa. priests with, uh, my, with my community. Uh, shout out to the Raleigh Durham LC community that I'm sure is <laughs> listening to this podcast. So what, what? awesome! <laughs> All right, so folks, check out our Instagram stories, pauseandplay.rc, to hear more of what's been going on with uh, Father Luke and me. So, Father Luke, what are we going to talk about today? Where are we going to pause? Where are we going to play? What's what's the deal with success? All right, so let's pause and ask ourselves a very important question about what does it mean to be successful. I think in pretty much everything we do throughout the day, it's what drives us. No one listening to this podcast is thinking, to me, I want to wake up and be a total failure. You know, (laughs) We all want to do things successfully, but maybe we haven't paused and reflected. Well, what does that actually mean to be successful? Yeah. Um, So we're going to pause on that and then we're going to talk a little bit while we're pausing about, okay, what does it mean to play successfully? What does that, what does it look like? And so 
if you don't mind, Brother Andrew, to get us started, uh, I've kind of had this as my perspective during this month. So as I listen to podcasts on my 20-minute commute to work, uh, the high school, if uh, if it's picking up some different books or reading articles, I kind of had that as the lens saying, okay, what are they saying about success? What is their way of, of uh, understanding this this word? And here's what I've gotten. It is not money. It is not fame. It is not uh, maybe typically what we think when you think success, a guy with a top hat and money coming out of his front jacket pocket. Especially um, the top hat, obviously. <laughs> it's not a monocle. lounging in Cancun, like by the beach and just like listening to ocean wave sounds. Um, it's something a lot deeper and more profound. So I'll start with that. What about you, Brian? What would you say? Well, this past week, Father Luke, I started to give a class in the university, actually. It's the first. Oh. First college class I've ever, I've ever given. It's, it's something actually really simple. So I'm going to give, um, four different periods, four, four, four classes in moral philosophy and ethics for the, for the bachelor's program. And we've actually started to talk about, um, a topic that has to do with success, basically. It's, it's a theme in philosophy that's called the good. What does it mean mm-hmm. to be good? And, and, and you can apply this, like, what's a good life? Like, what's a successful, life, right? We haven't gotten to it yet, but we just started to lay the, lay the foundations, right? Um, but basically, um, a good life is one that fulfills the purpose of a human being, right? So we're, we're, we have an inbuilt purpose as, as human beings, and we have to figure that out as we, as we go through life, right? And one of the authors that, that we've been using uh, is Aristotle and also Thomas Aquinas. And they, and one of the biggest insights that they have especially um, Aquinas, is that we the deepest purpose that's in us as human beings has to be spiritual, right? Um, because the highest part of who we are is, is, isn't like a material thing, like whether or not we have a beautiful body or whether or not um, we command legions of people and everybody obeys us, like, like you know, political power, or whether or not, you know, we have this pleasure all the time. It's... it's being united to to the highest principle, which is God. Hmm. So, so yeah, it's been it's 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 this is kind of like a deeper philosophical, maybe not your typical perspective of looking at success, but but I know that you've also been doing some some other authors. What have you been What have you been reading about? Well, I I want to stop on just what you said because I think okay that that is a great foundation, like laying the groundwork for this reflection for all of us. So we're. Right now, people, we are what we used to call the Dunque Hermeneutic. We're doing that out loud for you, for all of our faithful <laughs> TGIFF listeners. We're pausing right. and playing. We're Dunque Hermeneuticing. And um, <laughs> we're trying to think, okay, well, what is it? Okay, well, then let's go deeper, right? The Dunque, yep. going deeper and say, okay, well, um, just like no one wakes up and says, I want to be a failure, right. we're always looking for the good. Sometimes we make a mistake and we, like, we, what we think is good is actually not what's best. But we chose that thing because we thought it was good at that time in whatever right. the circumstances were, right? Um, so no one, like we all want the same thing. And yes. that good, like Belangio was just saying, like these, these authors, these philosophers say, well, like since we're men, we have body and soul, it has to be a spiritual good, like something deeper than just like ice cream or a donut or, or again, like a bunch of followers on social media. That's not something profound and deep necessarily. Um, and so while we all want the same thing at this, like, um, 
to achieve this spiritual good, something deeper, something more like spiritual, meaning not like just something physical that can, something lasting, right? Um, and so that goes to the core of who we are. At the same time, we all want that. It's, it could be in a certain sense, maybe different for each person, depending on what they see as valuable, what they, what they truly reflect on and said, like, yeah, this is actually something meaningful for me. Like, I think if you asked a bunch of different people right. on the streets right now of Times Square, you get a lot of different answers. For me, it's this. For me, it's that. I don't know. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, and actually, one of the, one of the, if anybody's familiar with the Summa of Saint of Thomas Aquinas, this is huge. Are you? So it's this huge, several volumes of theology, really dense, really beautiful, but also hard to read. Some parts, he's very, very dense. And in the part about happiness, Aquinas says that everybody has the same final end. So like the same ultimate, ultimate purpose in life, but which which is which is God, right? But we all disagree, or we all have different ideas or different systems of life because um, we we it's hard for us to uh, identify exactly what that end is. Mm-hmm. We all know that we have this ultimate purpose in life, and that's the same for everybody in the sense that all of us have an ultimate purpose. That's the same for everybody. There's got to be something ultimate, otherwise you wouldn't start to do one thing over another. You, you would, you, you need to have like an ultimate end, an ultimate purpose. Um, but we disagree because it's because of the way we're, because of our culture, the way we were brought up, the habits we form. Um, and so little by little, we, that's, that's why we discuss like, what could this ultimate purpose be? Uh, what would it look, what would a successful life, uh, look like? Um, whereas, you know, Greek philosophers and also Aquinas would, would tend to look at, success from the perspective of human nature, what a human person is, what we're made for, what we're ordered to. Um, today, it's very different, right? We have like, uh, we could, like Elon Musk, he just got, he just bought Twitter. Um, he's the richest man in the world. Wow, I he, did not know that. He's, he wants to send people to Mars. He's got all the, he's a really successful man in many, in many, in many areas, in many respects, right? But I, I would love to talk to him and, and ask him, you know, what he thinks a, a successful person is. Um, because obviously he's achieved so many things and, and that, that are good, right? So many, you know, laudable accomplishments. Yeah. And I, now, and I, but is he truly successful? And I think that will come down to, um, well, there, there could be, there could be an objective success. There could be a subjective success. And then there could be a failure disguised as success. And I think like, uh, subjectively, if he's like my meaning in life, what I found meaning is getting people to the moon or getting all these satellites in the air. Like he's reflected. He's like, that's what I want to dedicate my life to. And he puts all of his time and energy, you know, in with balance and moderation. It was not like, yeah, to doing that. I think he probably sleeps well at night. Right. Um, the success that's like actually not success, like failure would be, I think if we never take the time to reflect and it's very superficial, I want money, like, give me money. And like, I want to just like be that guy with the top hat in Cancun. Um, which is a weird image. First of all, why would you have a top hat on the beach? I'm, I'm thinking of, <laughs> thinking of the, the peanuts, like um, whatever the uh, yeah. peanuts. Yeah. So anyway, there are, are there are the Monopoly guy, uh, rich uh, uncle yeah. money, rich uncle money bags. Yeah, he looks successful. Right? So, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know his actual name, but his certificate. His but, uh, so, but then there's objective success, and um, that is something like you were saying, like is God in the end. And I think you can have that present every day doing the 
little things that like the little success of today and the little success of tomorrow, the Monday success, the Tuesday success. But I think you could and you should have an underarching, if that's a term. Overarching. Overarching. Overarching, but I was thinking like underneath, but now you're over too. But like that's like what's beneath my motivation of putting my time and energy into grading papers for a teacher or taking like changing a diaper for my baby or like whatever it is at work or family life or something. Like those small successes can be even more meaningful for us if we do it with a greater purpose in mind. Um, so I don't think we're actually wrapping up this segment, but I would say that, um, and like, I've thought about this and like, just what we're saying too, like it's accomplishing meaningful work. Right. And so like that might be one day preaching for a priest, like preaching to thousands of people and you see all these people converting and coming to the church. And that could be one day you're like in your office and you talk to a couple people and it seemed like you never got through them, but you're doing it for that greater purpose of, okay, this is God's will for me. Exactly. Yeah, so that's my, so that might be what it be, it would look like to play success, right? You have these, you know that there's a higher purpose in the immediate goal. So you have a bunch of immediate goals in life, college, bring your kid to, to school, go to work, do this thing. You know, you have all these immediate goals, but then there's something deeper that towards which you have to play, right? Um, and so you can, as long as you remember that final end, you can moderate the difficulties that you have right um basically you need to pause you need to play and also you need to pick up books to get your parallel perspective perspective all right but andrew i went first last time okay so you go what is your all parallel right. perspective this segment people as you all know maybe is that okay we've talked about this we've given our two cents after pausing and playing discerning uh now we want to hear from other people what do they say about this okay so i just finished a, a paper in theology on Jesus. Okay. So it's, it's on a theme of Christology. So Christology is the study of Jesus, of Christ. And Joseph Ratzinger, who, who became Pope Benedict, as all of you know, he has this awesome quote that for me is just this, it's this great, this is like, this is what success is according to, to Ratzinger. So he's describing who Jesus is, right? And it sounds, this is going to sound kind of complicated, folks, right? So, so put your, your thinking caps on, all right? This is his quote from Ratzinger. He says, the peculiarity of Jesus's eye of his person lies in the fact that this eye is not at all something exclusive and independent, but rather is being completely derived from the thou of the father and lived for the you of men. All right, so that sounds a little complicated. So he's saying Jesus is I, right? Like who Jesus is, his innermost identity. So the, the what's so specific about who Jesus is, is in the fact that who he is, is not something that's just for himself, that's exclusive and independent, but rather he's, he's completely, he completely comes from the Father. He says from the thou of the Father. So like from, from the you of the Father, this, this relationship with the Father. He's looking at the Father, right? Um, and it's also lived for the you of men. So imagine Jesus, okay, Jesus in the center. He comes from the Father and he's totally for men. And, and that's just so amazing to think about because, you know, a lot of us, and we also think of Jesus, you know, I have this crucifix on my desk here. We all look at Jesus. What we have in a Catholic church is, is, is a dead man, you know, 
And he is, he is the person that we hold up as the highest example of, of a successful human life. It's just a paradox, right? Obviously we all know, um, that it's not, that it's not a failure, but his is the most successful life. And so that's, bec- and so what Ratzinger is saying, and this is what he said to me, what he says to me is that a successful life is one in which you completely disappear because you have trust that you come from a father who loves you beyond your deepest imaginings. And therefore you can live your, a life of total service for others. And I'll wrap up, I'll wrap up my parallel perspective, um, with, with this amazing quote from, from Augustine, um, summarizing this idea. So he says, Augustine says that, um, let me see if I can find the quote here. All right. While you're looking for that, I just want to comment yeah. on your parallel perspective. Yeah. Because like what we were, what came to me as you were talking before about like having this framework underneath. So like I'm doing these, I'm going after these small things day by day because yeah. I have a bigger uh-huh. reason or meaning behind it. So the thou, the relationship between the son and the father, and obviously including the Holy Spirit for men was what drove Jesus to do like the big miracles, the moments of silence, and ultimately to, to go up Calvary and mount the cross. It was his success was to do the will of the father. And so that took a lot of different forms during his life. His 30 years of, of hidden life in Nazareth were no less successful than a miracle and no less successful than his death on the cross. Why? Because his mission in life, his mission, his eternal mission was, uh, to obey the father, to be in this perfect, uh, synchronization with the father. All right. Go, sorry. Go. Yeah. St. Augustine. So, so I found this quote. So at the very end, it's from St. Augustine. This is so beautiful, folks. All right. He says, he's talking to Jesus. He says, what is so much yours as yourself? And what is so little yours as yourself? So like the deepest part of who you are is your, is you, your identity. And, and, but what belongs to you the least is you, (laughs) your identity. Like this is so deep. It's so, it's like, wow, that's, that's success. That's something that that we will have to unpack on Instagram because I think we are getting to the final segment of our episode. Do my parallel perspective on Instagram as well because there's some interesting stuff by our friend Jordan Peterson as well. So, oh man, yeah, get ready for that. Check out our Instagram, pause and play dot rc. Okay, so brother Andrew, I'm gonna go first, and the challenge is is that I will either have brother Andrew this next month press pause on his life or press play. Okay. I think uh, what came to me as you were talking that you were saying, um, oh man, it just totally escaped me. But okay, I want you to press play again in your life. Okay. Um, and so this month, I'm going to write this down so I don't forget. This month, I want you to uh, take whatever commitment you make during your morning prayer, if you do that, and make sure that no matter what, at the end of the day, your success is based on, did I carry that out? Even if everything else went amok, (laughs) I want you to uh, have your success be graded, rated, and evaluated based on that deeper conversation you had with our Lord that we have each morning. All right. So press play this month. And don't forget that. I'm going to write this down too. I wrote down. All right. So you are, I'm going to have you press pause again (laughs) because you are on the fullness of apostolate right now. You're enjoying the priesthoods, living out as a priest. 
I suggest as you're, and this is something I'm sure you already do, but, but when you're celebrating mass to pick out some people in the, and that are there, just whoever you want, some, like some, obviously you're offering it for everybody, but pick out a few people in particular, just whatever, by based on whatever criteria you think is best. And to, and to offer the sacrifice of the mass in a special way for those people that are at the mass, or maybe somebody who 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 isn't at the mass at the at the school where you are, but you think they should should be there, right? So just um, to intensify the, your intercessory priestly prayer. All right. Well, people, that does it for this episode of Pause and Play. Remember, we do not just pause; we also play. God bless you.